This is a podcast from Rover. G'day there, New Zealand. How are we getting on? This is Rex today. I'm Dominic George. We're here until 12.30. Thanks to the team at NetSpeed. Now, coming up for you in just a moment, we're going to be talking with Hedda Landreth from TNR Interior Systems. They've got a company, well, this company has developed a world-first fire-resistant acoustic wall panel made entirely from New Zealand strong wool. It's a great story and a great use of our strong wool, Hedda Landreth from TNR, to talk about that with us. Then, of course, being a Friday, we're going to talk a bit of sport. Plenty to come over the weekend. Plenty that's already been this week as well. Hamish Mackay, our man to talk sport in the second part of the program. But first up on the show today, the New Zealand company's developed a world-first fire-resistant acoustic wall panel made entirely from New Zealand's strong wool. TNR Interior Systems Limited has spent the past two years refining its wall panels to ensure they meet New Zealand's strict building and fire compliance standards and they're now taking their product to market. TNR Technical Director Heather Landreth joins us now. Great to have you on the show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. No worries. This um, is wonderful innovation. Tell us about the the panels in the first instance and how they actually work. Right, so there are are thin panels, so they're about 8 to 10 mil thick, made entirely out of needled wool, Um, and they act basically like an acoustic wallpaper. So they're attached to your wall, and they help to break up sound waves in larger spaces. So they're very good for commercial spaces, such as offices and um, classrooms, and also uh, restaurants and, and retail spaces as well. So you essentially mount them on the wall. Um, they help to deaden the sound, to delay, you know, to stop reverberation time and make it a more comfortable interior uh, space, basically. I'm having a look around my studio at the moment, thinking they could probably be quite <laughs> handy on the walls here, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, they're, they're good for that as well, yeah. Um, so the development of them, uh, how much wool is required then when we're talking about you know these these panels? Because it sounds like it could be quite a quite a bit. Yeah. So each panel is. Um, I'm going to just do this off the top of my head. It's just over three kilos, or nearly four kilos of wool per panel. Right. Um, and each panel is 1.2 meters by 2.4 meters. Um, they do come in larger sizes as well because they essentially get rolled out as big rolls. Um, so if people want larger sizes, we can do that. But that's the standard size, and yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a decent amount of wool per panel. Right, yeah, it really is. Um, I, I'm sure that uh, you know the wool industry would be uh, delighted with innovations like this. I mean, there's so many great uses for this fibre, natural fibre. We know, yeah. well, the the benefits of it are becoming more widely known. I feel um, in the in the past few years, is that yeah. is that a fair observation? I think that is a fair observation. So. Um, you know, the wool has got, obviously it's got those acoustic properties, but there's so many other things that it does which are really beneficial to an interior space. And um, one of those is that it regulates temperature. It can regulate the amount of humidity in the air because it can absorb so much um, humidity and then it releases it when, when it gets drier in the space. Mm. Um, so there's there's that, but there's also that um, the idea of bringing nature indoors. And there is increasing um, kind of research showing that you know, that connection with outside and that connection with the natural world is really good for mental health as well. And our wool, I mean, it looks, it's very tidy, but it still has bits of organic material in it. So you can tell there's that natural story behind it. And um, and it feels amazing too. And we actually had an anecdote from some builders the other day who were putting it up and um, the architect said she was watching them and they kept going over and stroking it, which I think <laughs> is one of the best endorsements we've had so far. So, um, you know, it's, it's that lovely feel, that lovely feel of wool um, and that, yeah, that natural aspect that we're bringing indoors. 
That's brilliant. You, you can just picture now, you know, a bunch of builders right around the country, you know, just standing by walls, stroking them, the wall. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good look. Oh, that's great. But that is an endorsement. And, of course, as I mentioned at the top there as well, there's the um, there's the the housing standard part of it as well and the fire aspect and things like that. Yeah, that's been um, that's been actually the biggest hurdle. That's the thing that's kept me up at night. Right. So um, everyone says that wool doesn't burn, but it's not entirely true when you're doing fire tests on it. So wool burns really, really, really well oh. um, in a in a commercial fire test. So um, the the testing they do applies about 750 degrees worth of heat, roughly, and um, and it only takes about one or two seconds before it's a flaming wall of fire, and on the, those conditions. So um, in order to pass building code, we had to get that heat release rate down. Um, and there was a lot of um, blood, sweat and tears that went into doing that. Um, but we've come up with a product that's um, it's completely natural, so it doesn't change the ability for the wall to be composted at end of life, but it reduces the amount of heat um, hugely by creating a char layer on the face of the wall and therefore um, the heat doesn't then penetrate to the rest of the wall. So it works really well. Wow, that's great thinking um, in terms of being able to overcome that particular hurdle. Was that your, I mean, ha, was that a team thing? Ha, who came up with that? Oh, it was definitely a team thing. Um, yeah. I mean, the amount of phone calls to different fire engineers, different chemical engineers, um, basically everyone around the world trying to come up with a solution. But, you know, as you mentioned at the top of your, your article there or at the top of the interview, the, it's the first time that it's been done to a, a wall panel as far as we're as we know in mm. the world, so it is. Um, yeah, it was definitely breaking new ground, and and everyone helped and contributed in different ways. But it was very much a trial and error, systematic research um, process, and we did a lot of testing out at brands. Um, I think we're at close to fifty fire tests out out there. So um, it was really useful, kind of just testing different theories and different testing different iterations and and constantly refining them so it was an interesting process well it's really interesting that yeah this is this is um good stuff because i was just thinking a couple of things there yes you should definitely claim this world first fire resistant uh, wall panel for sure definitely do yeah. that yeah. um and the other thing about it is um most people would say uh, and, and and i was under the impression generally speaking i think it's what was common knowledge? Um, it may not be in the future, but uh, it was like wool is fire retardant. Clearly, that's not the case. Yeah. I think people would be so, surprised um, by that. Yeah, so there is, I mean, so wool does have a really, really interesting um, uh, ability to, basically it doesn't retreat from fire. So if you're wearing synthetic clothing and you get hit by an ember, mm. that synthetic clothing then melts away, which means that the ember is then exposed to your skin which can lead to burns yes if you're wearing woolen clothing and you get hit by an ember the wool stubbornly stays put right um and because the ember's not hot enough um it will it just you know it won't burn your skin so that's you know that's definitely a benefit of wool and i wouldn't want to take that away from it if sure one of those extreme conditions you know those 750 degree heats that it definitely it definitely does burn so yeah okay it's still got very good fire properties for clothing, um, just it's a different kettle of fish when you're talking about interior applications. Yeah, no, that's a good distinction. I'm pleased you've made yeah. it as well, yeah. Um, now, uh, most uh, existing acoustic products, uh, from what I've uh, read, are imported and also synthetic materials. So again, you're, you're breaking ground here in terms, of, uh, in terms of the application of this. Yeah, yeah, we'd like to... Um, we like to yeah, grow local, manufacture local, 
and um, you have a truly New Zealand product. Um, how much demand do you envisage there might be for these panels in time? Um, well, we've only just released it this week. So um, the early indications are that especially architects are, you know, they're, they're really interested. I think there's been a demand for this type of product for a while and a demand that was not met because there wasn't anything on the market. So um, I think there's a huge untapped need for these and a huge untapped desire for these. So um, time will tell, but we think it's going to be a yeah really important product for New Zealand Strongwall. So are there colour variations as well? How does that work? If I say to you, I want to do my studio here, which I'm yep. going to tell the boss that that's what's going to happen, by the way, and <laughs> we'll be good. using your product. Um, um, so, so how does that work in terms of the actual aesthetic? Yeah, so um, we've got a raw wool uh, white panel, which um, it's pretty close to white. And then there is a whole lot of dyed versions um, that are available as well. So a range of greys all the way to a dark charcoal. Um, and then we've also got uh, greens, reds, yellows, well, burnt orange, um, and uh, various shades of blue. Um, but the, I mean, wool has easily dyed. So if people have a desire for a specific colour and they have enough, um, you know, enough quantity needed, then we can create colours for them. You've got some funding as well from the Sustainable Food and Fibre Futures Fund, uh, yes, that wonderfully did, yeah. uh, alliterative title that they've given it. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so that's um, obviously helped with the development as well? Yeah, it helped. Um, it was actually it came in towards the end of the process, but it's, um, it's really helped kind of give that final boost uh, to all the testing that we needed to do for compliance. Um, it just allowed us to get to market quicker and... Um, and and then to do the outreach as well that we're doing at the moment for especially architects and designers. And I imagine, as I did touch on earlier, but the impact on, uh, you know, for, for sheep farmers and wool prices and stuff like that, I mean, you know, this is exciting stuff to have these um, these innovations and applications, you know? Well, that's the, that's the plan and that's the theory. So we, we really want to create, a, you know, another market for strong wool. Um, I mean, there's, there's definite shifts in the carpet industry, but... Um, there's much more wool than we're using. So just to give another use for strong wool that's not clothing um, is great, really. And so I married to a, um, a sixth generation. Well, he's not a sheep farmer, but his parents are in their sixth generation. So, um, you know, it's seeing that, that firsthand and having them basically have to pay more to share the sheep than mm. they can get for the wool is very depressing. So we're hoping to change that around. Well, I'm sure that you will because you, um, the way you've described it is, uh, you know, I think it's going to be um, a very, very successful product. Um, now, tell me, um, if people are wanting to find out a bit more, I know you've only launched very, very recently, but you, I, I suspect you've got a website, social media, things yes, like that? Yeah, so um, the best thing is to check out the website, um, which is www.flocknz. And so that's, yeah, we're calling the product flock, F-L-O-C. Okay, brilliant. Um, And social media and stuff and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. PNR Interior Systems, we've got posts. So if you look us up, you'll find those. Um, And and otherwise, just reach out. There's there's buttons on on the website for contacting us and happy to answer any questions. Heather Landreth from TNR Interior Systems. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. All the best with the product. I'm sure it'll go very, very well. And uh, thanks so much for coming on and explaining it to us. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. We talk sport next.